Do not adjust your radio, mobile phone, or other futuristic listening device. This is not a test. You have intercepted a special secret recording of events from the life and career of Detective Mystery Jones. Who is Mystery Jones, you ask? Well, I used to be a kid detective, but after I couldn't solve my greatest mystery, I hung up my trench coat and grew the f*** up. Until one day, young investigator Chrissy found Mystery and convinced him to get back in the game. Do you want to team up and solve some mysteries? Heck yes, I do. Now the two super sleuths work together to solve dangerous and sinister crimes around their elementary school. Will they live to see the end of the show? Probably. Stay tuned to find out in this week's episode entitled Murder, She Scribbled in her best attempt at cursive with a red crayon. After a long night of solving mysteries, we find our hero, Mystery Jones, recuperating in the clubhouse while enjoying the company of a small, furry friend. No, 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 you're okay. Shh, no, 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 you're okay. Please don't die. <laughs> Hello? Mystery, are you okay? What are you doing? I'm fine. I didn't hug another squirrel to death, if that's what you're wondering. Uh. I wasn't. Like, I didn't get home from a super stressful night desiring nothing but to hear the soft heartbeat of another living soul, then, as if sent by Vishnu herself, catch sight of a little woodland creature, catch said creature, and cradle it in my arms, holding it tighter and tighter and tighter, until I heard that unmistakable crack that I've heard so many times before, the kind of crack that leaves all of the past on one side and nothing but eternity on the other. I'm fine! Great. So there's another dead animal in our workplace? His name was Peter. Wait. Her name was Peter. Anyway, so when I arrived at school this morning, there was a case waiting for me. Whoa, like a briefcase? What was in it? Money? Toys? No, mystery. Like an unresolved crime? A case? Oh, yeah, those. I love those. But, uh, great. I'll be right over. I'm already dressed, mostly. Actually, mystery, the crime scene for this one is in the little girl's bathroom, and given your history... Oh, right. <laughs> I remember it like it was yesterday. Hey, hey! No, absolutely not! But... No, that is bad! Okay, got it. Yeah, mystery. It was yesterday. I know. That's exactly what I said. Well, given your history, I think maybe I should be the one to take this case, like, alone? Yeah, sure. Sounds good to me. I'm beat anyway from that long night, and I got a hole to dig later. Uh, for Peter? Ah, shit. Two holes. Ah, well look, I hate to ask this, but it's my week to watch my class's pet hermit crabs. Do you think you could do me a solid and look after them while I crack this case? They're in that cage in the clubhouse. Yeah, no problem. I'm great with animals. Awesome. Thanks so much, Mystery. Ah, that's the bell. Time to resolve a mystery. I hope I get to try out the new flashlight my grandma gave me. Aw, oh, man. All my grandma gave me was a high risk for developing early onset diabetes. Okay, well... I really gotta run. Go get him, Chrissy. And if you need me to come by the crime scene at all... Definitely won't. Even, you know, just a little bit? Nope. Like, if you're super stuck on something and you're like, Oh, man, 
Mystery would totally know about this one. Just give me a shout. Bye, Mystery. All right. Well, Hermit Crabs, looks like it's just you, me, and my dead friend Peter over there. Thus, Investigator Chrissy seamlessly takes over the protagonist role for the episode. We find her at the scene of the crime, the first floor girl's bathroom, where mystery is no longer allowed. Hey, Principal Commissioner, I'm sorry I'm late. I had to take care of the crab situation. Say no more. You do not want to wait for those little guys to spread. Huh? Take a look in here, Investigator. A second grader reported this message scrawled on the side of this toilet stall. Hmm. The middle stall. That's right, and if you look here, the message was scrolled with a red crayon in. Well, it's written in pretty good cursive. Yeah, you're right. It's not the best, but whoever wrote this was definitely well on their way to getting it. Couldn't agree more. By the way, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure the person who wrote the message is this dead girl hunched over on the toilet right here. Oh, wow, yeah, good catch, investigator. I knew I kept you around for a reason. So, anyway, I'm gonna go ahead and read the message aloud. It says, Don't believe the lies. I would never kill myself. It was murder. Hmm. Interesting. I know, I mean, the R's and the S's are pretty rough, but other than that, especially for a second grader... No, uh, I meant the message itself. Right. So, any initial thoughts? Well, for one, the red crayon she used is missing. I'll keep that in mind. Also, this is the middle stall. No one picks the middle stall on purpose. So either the other two were filled, or this girl was in a terrible hurry. Well, it was burrito day in the cafeteria yesterday. Who cleans the girl's bathroom, Principal? The janitor, of course, every night. Wait, Mr. Meatball cleans the girl's room? Well, there aren't any girls in it. He makes his rounds at four, long after detention ends. Where is he now? I have some questions for him. It's only 9.15, which means he's on hallway duty to lunch. Let's go track him down. No, that's your job. I've got a school to run. Right. Sorry. I'm just used to having a partner to talk out loud to, but nope. This is my episode, so I'll go track him down. Solo. I hope Mystery stays on task and remembers he has to watch those crabs all day at the clubhouse. Meanwhile, at the local pet store... Two replacement hermit crabs, please. Two more? I don't need your sass, Jeff. Did you bring the dead ones back? No, these ones aren't dead. They just can't remember their damn lines. What? (sighs) Okay, so my partner had me watch her hermit crabs today. I know that part. But I got so f***ing bored that I... Killed them? Put on a play for them, Jeff. Starring them. And then the first two died on the wire rigs. And these guys are just actors. I mean, does this guy look like he can pull off the charming yet dangerous grace of Mercutio? Does he? Please don't put crabs in my eye, mystery. So you just want to swap these two for new ones? Whoa, swap? Wait, can I like trade animals here? Uh... Like if I gave you these two crabs and let's say a dead squirrel, could I get like your shittiest dog? Dude, what are you talking? Whatever dying trashy mutt you got back there that you're just like two seconds away from snuffing, just, just go back there and find me whichever dog screams... Tybalt to you. Yeah, oh, okay. I'm probably going to lose my job for this, but 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 sure. Thank you, Jeff. And if you can make it snappy, I have hundreds of tiny costumes to sew. Well, now that we know what mystery does when left to his own devices, let's get back to our main story. Deep in the dark hallways of Brower Elementary, it seems young Chrissy has located the school janitor, Mr. Meatball, who in turn has located a fresh puddle of vomit. Wow, 
Look at all those swirly colors. This one's definitely going in the newsletter. Yep, that's gonna come out real nice. Mrs. Spaghetti is gonna love this and me again. Uh, Mr. Meatball? Huh? Hi, Chrissy. How are you? I'm good. Wow, that is a very rainbow-colored pile of vomit. Oh, God, ain't she a beaut? Almost hate to mop it up. Anyhow, what can I do for you, Christina? Right, Mr. Meatball. About what time do you clean the girls' bathroom every day? Oh, boy. Let's see. I, I stop my rounds about 4 p.m., right after all the bad kids get out of detention. Second graders, mostly. They friggin' suck. I clean the teacher's lounge first, then the boys' room, then I clean the teacher's lounge again, if you know what I mean. I do not. Well, then I clean the girls' room, so by the time I'm done with that, it's about 4.05, 4.06, roughly. You clean all those rooms in six minutes? <laughs> well, gosh, on a bad day, it takes me six. I'm old. I got arthritis. What do you want from me, child? Did you see anything unusual in the girls' bathroom last night? Unusual? Uh, nah, not really. I, I saw a positive pregnancy test in the trash, but that is not uncommon here. Nothing written anywhere? Hell no. I take care of graffiti right away if I catch it. I mop up those stall dividers real good every night. You mop the walls? Hey, do I come barging into your house and tell you how to clean? Sorry, just a little off base without my partner today. Thank you for your help, Mr. Meatball. You've been great. I'll leave you to your colorful work. Wait, Mr. Meatball? Yes, little lady? makes that vomit so colorful. Oh, this this is the work of Matthew Perez in the first grade. I think bullies make the kids eat crayons. He swallows about a pack a week, down from two. Always throws it up. Just beautiful stuff. Kids are great. They swallow the best kinds of things. I love it. I want to swallow them. Crayons! Thank you, Mr. Meatball. I've got a great lead. Sure. Wasn't that a very interesting first half? Chrissy has a great lead, and I sure hope Mystery has found a great lead of his own. A raccoon, perhaps? Well, this program would not be possible without help from our generous sponsors, like the Can Gun. Tired of opening your cans with a boring old can opener? Why not shoot it open with the Can Gun, the gun for your can. Made by the same great minds behind Horse Gun. Frowned upon, but not illegal. And our additional sponsors for this episode are... Bruce, seriously, do I have to read this? Come on, I don't think we should be encouraging him, but... <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> this episode of Mystery Jones is also brought to you by Shakespeare in the Animal Park. A new production. Buy your tickets fast, because supply is running out, and the cast is dying. And now, back to your regularly scheduled program. On a dismal day filled with murder, mystery, and prima donnas, we find the sun low and the shadows long on this dark and dreary afternoon. Damn it, guys! We have to get this blocking down pat before those nerds from the petting zoo get wise to us and realize we were never playing hide-and-seek at all. Now, Francine? <laughs> Gotta give me some oomph, girl. This is the climax. And right now, you're just not a convincing Beatrice. I'm sorry. Kyle, I'm giving you the opposite note. You're too intense, buddy. Gotta reel it in. <laughs> okay, great. And Danielle? <laughs> Doing great, girl. You busy after this? 
Meanwhile, back at Brower Elementary, having been tipped off about Matthew Perez and his crayon-eating habits, investigator Chrissy makes her way to the place in Brower that boasts the most crayons, the art room. <clears throat> Excuse me, Mrs. Social Studies? You're the art teacher, right? Oh, why, hello there, young miss. Yes, that's me. W- welcome to my very avant-garde art room. You must be investigator Chrissy. I've heard a lot about you. I can't wait to have you in art class next year. Oh, uh, yeah, no, actually, I, um, I signed up for personal finance. Oh. I'm sorry. I I love art just with the budget cuts and my dad's, (laughs) my gay dad's, one of them is a pretty hardcore Dave Ramsey fan. Oh, no, I totally understand. It's not the first time art has gotten the short end of the stick. Oh, it's just terrible. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, this kid died. Oh, no. How awful. Wait, Mrs. Social Studies? Did you kill her? Oh, no, I, I'm sorry. I just, I've been here for over a decade, and there's so many dead kids at this point. I just, I just don't have the energy to care anymore. Uh, I understand. I was a second grader anyway, so, uh, eh. Now, are you missing any red crayons? Red crayons? I don't think so. I mean, again, we do things pretty avant-garde in this room, so things go missing from time to time. But we keep a pretty good inventory of art supplies like markers, brushes, and crayons. Not like the bin of assault rifles that I keep over there. That thing is chaos. Well, I'll definitely have to come back to that. But for now, there was a clue written in red crayon at the crime scene. So the victim had to have stolen one before she was murdered last night. Hmm. Was it crimson or more of a scarlet? Uh, it was a little bit brighter. I'm not an artist, so... Oh, don't worry, sweetie. We can't all be avant-garde. Well, the crayons in here are all either bolds or pastels. None of that color wheel bullshit. Oh, well, this was certainly a bright red. Like, if I was teaching a kindergartner what red is, I'd pick the same color the dead girl did. Then you might want to check some classrooms. Sounds like a rose art crayon to me. I only use Crayola in here. It's so much more... Avant-garde. Uh, just out of curiosity, uh, what do you think avant-garde means? <laughs> what a silly question. So very avant-garde. Maybe I was wrong about you after all. Right. So I'm looking for a red rose art crayon. Any idea where I could find that? I'd check the classrooms. How old did you say she was? Second grade? Yeah, go search that hall. Those teachers are also macabre. I, uh, okay. Uh, thank you, Mrs. Social Studies. Keep it avant-garde. Chrissy, now zeroing in on where to find her missing crayon, carries on with her investigation. Meanwhile, back at the clubhouse. Yes! Yes! Bravo! 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 We did it! Yes, they all doubted us, but we freaking did it! Wait, are the hermit crabs still alive? Yeah. Oh, great, we did it! No, it's the fuzz! Everybody, scatter! (laughs) Tiffany, use the window, sweetie, you're a bird! (laughs) Umberto! (laughs) Take care of Felipe and Raul, would you, partner? (laughs) And Spot! Oh, you're a good boy, jump down the slide just like I taught you! Yep, you got it, boss. Oh, my Danielle, my sweet, sweet Danielle! I'll never forget the time we shared, no matter how short or how sweaty or how much you pooped. But I swear to you, I will keep the promise I made to you in Monterey. I will come back and free you. I promise you, Danielle. No, I don't 
don't care if Barney finds out. I love you. Stay where you are. We've got you surrounded. There's no time. Go through the hole. I don't know. You got up here that way. Oh, real mature. You're bringing that up again. See? There you go. <sighs> Goodbye, my love. I'll never let go. Oh, what the hell? Was that an elephant? Her name is Danielle, and you'll never know love like we had. You got that right. Don't get me started on my wife. Anyway, you know you gotta come down to the station with us, right? Oh, damn, really? Oh, wait. Hold the fucking phone. Are you Frankie Jones? Officer Peabody? Oh, Frankie, what are you doing? Putting on one of your animal plays again? <laughs> yeah, old habits, you know. Which one was it this time? Still on that old Chekhov kick, giving monkeys guns? <laughs> nah, went back to the old bard. Kind of medley of his greatest hits. You know, Much Ado, Midsummer Night, threw a little Glengarry Glen Ross in there. Ah, oh, man, well, sh I'm sorry I missed it. I totally would have come. You know that. Uh, did all the animals get back home? Nah, they know the way. They're animals. <laughs> okay, Frankie, you be safe, all right? Have a good night. <laughs> Thanks, officer. Oh, and by the way... Yeah? I go by mystery now. <laughs> you crazy motherfucker. You got it, mystery. <laughs> swoon. Did you say something? I said swoon because I crave your approval, mister. Never change, Frank, you little freak. Never change. Well, it seems that mystery story ended happily. I love a good romance. I hope we find out more from their backstory one day. Welp. Anyway, back to the murder. Night has fallen on Brower Elementary, and Chrissy has found her way back to a section of the school she hoped to never step foot in again. Yuck, the second grade hallway. I can still smell the acid and poop and acid poop. Chrissy, Chrissy, come in. Are, are you reading me? Over? Read you loud and clear, Commissioner. What's up? Over. Find anything yet? It's after five and I'm usually at home in a bubble bath watching my stories by this time. I want to go home. I'm close, Commissioner. I had to wait until after dusk to make sure everyone was gone for the night. Now which class did you say the dead girl was in again? Looks like she was in Miss Daisy's class, um, room 16. Copy you. I'm going in now. Okay, I'm in. You see anything? No, let me turn on my trusty flashlight. Jeez, like give me a minute. I'm holding this walkie-talkie, my flashlight, and my two guns. Okay there, it's on. Can you tell which one is the dead girl's desk? Well, they have names on them, but I actually never bothered to ask this girl's name. I've just been calling her dead girl all day. I'm just off my game without mystery by my side. Hey, happens to the best of us. According to the coroner's report and the body tag on her toe right here, her name is Julie Garcia. Copy. Julie. Julie. Garland? Julie Guarantee? Jesus, there's like seven Julie G's in this class. Ah, there we go. Julie Garcia. Quick, check her desk for a red crayon, or rather, a lack of one. Yeah. I'm on it. Man, she has a lot of stuff in here. Encyclopedia, calculus textbook, baggie of heroin. Ah, <sighs> second graders. I know, right? Oh, here it is. A pack of crayons. And the red one is missing. Looking for this? Ah! What? Someone just switched the light on without warning me and my eyes are now adjusting. Oh, crap. I'm sorry. That was rude. Yeah. No, it's, uh, yeah, just... Give me, like, a heads up before you do that next time. Sorry, I should have... Uh, are you okay? Yeah, okay, it's getting better. I mean, I just should have turned the lights on when I first came in. Like, I mean, I didn't need to use the flashlight or anything, but anyway. 
Wait, are you Miss Daisy? Why are you holding that red crayon? And why are you covered in blood? Oh, sh**. That's embarrassing. I guess I forgot to change. Oh my god, I taught all my classes today like this, and not one of the kids told me. So wait, did you kill Julie Garcia? <laughs> yep. Chrissy, what is going on in there? Are you alright? Not now, Principal Commissioner. I'm about to crack it. But I don't... I, what am I... What was that laugh? Tell me, Miss Daisy, why did you kill an innocent girl? What did she do to you? Innocent? She is far from innocent. She went behind my back and she... Yes? She... What? She learned cursive after I explicitly hinted that it was too hard for second graders. Wait, what? Cursive? You know about cursive, right? It's like print, but windy and connected. I know what cursive is. I'm pretty good at it. My gay dads love it and they use it all the time. I just don't use it a lot because it's not relevant in today's society. Exactly. It's not, so I don't bother teaching it anymore. I have enough to fit into the second grade curriculum already. I mean, when am I supposed to teach it to those snot-nosed assholes? In between teaching them about triangles and the color blue? I'm lost. No, fucker. You see, Julie Garcia is smart. She's, like, really smart. Like, she probably should be bummed up a grade or two. And now that I'm saying it, that would have solved all my problems. In a way less violent and more legal way. But I'm in too deep now. She asked questions. One of those questions was, Hey, Miss Daisy, when do we learn cursive? I mean, can you believe this bitch? So I say to her, never. We never learn cursive. It's not useful anymore. Besides that, I'm not very good at cursive myself, being that I never use it except for my signature, and even that has devolved into a scribble. So what does this little whore do? Does she let it go? No. She goes home and opens a book, and she teaches herself how to write cursive. Nights, weekends, whatever it takes. A month later, she comes up to me during our mandatory eight hours of in-class reading time, and she shows me a page from her notebook. You know what it says? I'll tell you what it says. It says, Hi, Miss Daisy. I taught myself cursive. And it says it in cursive. The little f***er taught herself. And she was better than me. It was too much. I kept her after class. Like, way after class. And the whole time I made her write in her notebook, in print, the line, I will not write in cursive, over and over and over again until her fingers were numb. She kept asking to leave, but I couldn't let her. I had already snapped. But then after I was certain Mr. Meatball had gone home for the night, I decided to let her go to the bathroom. She was gone for too long, though. I got suspicious. I ran in to check on her, and what do I find? She's writing in goddamn cursive again. And it was pretty good cursive. Yeah, I saw it. It was pretty good. And the S's and the R's were a little rough, but the rest of it... Oh, cut her some slack. No one can get the S's and R's. Okay. Wait, what? I had to murder her. And I stole the red crayon from the crime scene to make sure I was never caught. Oh, right. But you left the body and the message. <laughs> yep. Didn't even think about that. Man, I am off my game today. Very avant-garde of me. Avant-garde? Wait, why did you use that term? Oh, yeah, it's just something I picked up from this person I've been seeing. Wait, are you dating Mrs. Social Studies, the art teacher? Yeah, I, I am. What of it? I, well, no, nothing. I guess that's not illegal, sorry. It's just my job to connect the dots, and I thought that was something, but no, that's just fine. But you both used that phrase incorrectly, and I think you should know that. Okay, investigator, what, what's going on in there? It's okay, principal. I've got our perp. Call the cops so they can start driving Miss Daisy to jail. Whoa, have you seen that movie? I, what? Just, you're only eight years old. I wouldn't have expected you to know that reference. It's. I like Jessica Tandy. What are you doing? Call the cops. Right. And so, with the murder solved and the murderous Miss Daisy in custody, a very tired young investigator heads back to her clubhouse to check on her partner and the class hermit crabs. 
Mystery? Mystery, are you here? Over here. Oh, there you are. Man, you will not believe the day I had. Started with a dead kid, led to some rainbow vomit, and ended with a murderous wench giving the longest confessional of my life in the freaking second grade hallway of all places. Oh, man, that sounds great. My day was super boring. I can't tell you how jealous I am of you. Oh, wait, are the hermograbs okay? Does this answer your question? <sighs> yeah, that's half a gerbil. And a live half? Thank you all for tuning in to this week's episode. It seems the mysteries are all solved for now, but there are still many unanswered questions. Did all of the zoo animals get home okay? Will Mrs. Social Studies ever learn the correct usage of avant-garde and just how many animals have died at Mystery's hands? Find out answers next week on Mystery Jones, The Radio Files. Mystery Jones, The Radio Files is a production of WHODAT in Boston, Massachusetts. Our cast includes super stud Scott Rocks as Detective Mystery Jones, ugly young Miss Grenadine Nance Bright as Investigator Chrissy, yeah, yeah, you heard what I said, the lovely Dame Helen Mirren as Principal Commissioner, our angel little Tabitha Danielson as Mr. Meatball, the janitor, and of course, veteran Broadway actor Marshall St. Peters. You know what he did to me today? He stuck a fork in the fire on the stove, waited for it to get white hot, and then stuck me in the, in the back with it, just poked me, and left it there. There's a fork in my back right now. I don't know how to get it out. It's fused to the skin. Our show is narrated by the very talented Barnabas Werther, and our ad copy is read by the not-at-all-talented Nathaniel Werther, who is allowed out of the cupboard when I say he's allowed out of the cupboard. Stay in there! Shut the door! Mystery Jones is written and edited by a couple of young Muslims who are dedicated to breaking stereotypes. Hair and makeup is done by a very sweet old lady who speaks no English at all and doesn't understand how radio works. And I'm Bruce Bingles, the producer of Mystery Jones, which means everyone here has to do what I say when I say it. Isn't that right, cupboard boy? I hope everyone listening has a great week, and as always, thank you for tuning in. I know what cursive is. I'm pretty good at it. My gay dads love to reenact calligraphy. (laughs) 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 Caligula. Oh my god. (laughs) 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 Cursive. I meant in my mind it was like a quilt pen that was in reenacting old letters to loved ones. <laughs> Alrighty, credits. Mardashi scribbled. Do, 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 do. Okay. Thank you guys so much for listening to episode four, Murder She Scribbled. I loved it. And, I, you know, it's just, here's the thing. Uh, Pearl Harbor. It's a great film if you're into average movies. Nice burn. I haven't seen it, so I don't know. But I don't. I'm not a huge fan of Hawaii. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, but seriously, guys, thank you so much for listening. We're about to read the credits at you, but you probably knew that was coming because it's the end of the show. Get ready for these words that go into your ear holes. Do you want to restart? 
Oh, yeah. No, did I start last time? No, I started last time. I'm going to start this time, baby. Let's do it. Mystery Jones, The Radio Files, featuring Justin Dodd as Scott Rocks as Detective Mystery Jones. And Jessica Saul as Grenadine Ann Sprite as Investigator Chrissy. We also have Isabella Werber as Dame Helen Mirren as Principal Commissioner. Jude Flannelly as Marshall St. Peters, who this episode was the voice of the pet store clerk Jeff and of the art teacher, Mrs. Social Studies. Also, the ever-talented Julian Hernandez as Tabitha Danielson as Mr. Meatball and Officer Peabody. Love both of those characters. He did an amazing job. Mr. Meatball. I, if we ever do like a Young Adventures of Mystery Jones, yeah. um, then... Their the, origin story. Yeah, their they... meeting. They definitely went on some adventures. Maybe he like thought the mystery was a rascal at first, but then they ended up... like They probably go on some buddy adventures or... Yeah. Be a lot of fun. I'd like to, you know, see what they do. Also, you know, mysteries history with with animals. He can talk with animals. It's true. It's, and it is apparently, according to uh, Officer Peabody, this is not his first animal play that he's put on. Yeah, he's done a bunch of them. I wonder if yeah he's filmed any of them or if we get to like get a peek into the. You know what? Just the sky's. Like, we don't even know. We don't know. <laughs> but the thing is, since we write it, anything could happen. Yeah, we can figure it out. If you guys have ideas and you want to tell us. Um, Keep it to yourselves. We don't need your input, yeah. idiots. Just stay in your lane. Anyway, uh, Chloe Lind as the bird lady who we found outside the studio as Miss Daisy. And finally, David Jones is playing both Nathaniel and Barnabas Werther, reading as the narrator and the ad copy guy. And he's great, as always. <laughs> Love him. Love that, suckers. So, what do you want to riff about this week? <clears throat> How you feeling? I'm a little sick. Dude, um, I'm also a little sick. What are you yeah. sick with? Um, I don't know. I just, I mean, I just like didn't sleep at all this weekend. So I like felt a little stuffy yesterday and I probably could have cured it by like sleeping 10 hours, but then I didn't. And then I just got in a, I woke up early and got in a car and uh, drove to Pennsylvania. What is Pennsylvania? You know what? I'm currently, I have brass knuckles on my hand. Oh yeah. Justin found and brought in some brass knuckles. Um, okay. I should rephrase. Four weeks ago, Justin found some brass knuckles, and he has not taken them off since. It's true. I feel uh, strong and powerful, and, like, no one will hurt me or kiss me. Yeah. I mean, most places we go, it already seems like no one was planning on hurting you or kissing you. Right. Um, But especially now, you know. Especially now. Just uh, the brass knuckles real. Just people deterrent, I think. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of the, that was kind of the idea. Uh, what else is new? Oh, I you know what I did this week? What? I saw Carrie, the original Carrie. For the first for time? For the first time. How did you like it? I loved it. I read the book a while back. Um, but yeah, I don't know why. I just like, I think I have it in my mind that I'm like, anything that was made over like 20 years ago is going to be a little hard to watch, which is horseshit. Like, movies from the 40s still hold up. Yeah, big time. I get it though. It's like Citizen Kane, which is often considered the best movie of all time, is just like it's just kind of boring. Yeah, because it's old and it's just yeah, you know, we've sped up yeah. so much, which is great. But yeah, no, it was totally watchable and a lot of fun. Um, if I hadn't read the book, I think I would have been confused definitely at some points. Like it mm. didn't explain a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like at the end, her house gets crushed by like a hailstorm of like rocks. Spoiler alert. That jet- that's not the spoiler, <laughs> Carrie. I, I feel like <laughs> um, I was, I was. I'm sorry, guys. We're both kind of 
sick. We don't have a lot to <laughs> talk about. I know you guys look so forward to these parts <laughs> yeah. of the episode. So this is what you tune in for, if you're tuning in at all. Um, well, Papa, our, can you hear me? Our sticker promotion is over, but please still rate and review. Oh, you, this is important. We've fallen... Once again, we've fallen behind um, the Focus on the Family podcast, I think it is. Wait, is it it's Focus on the Family? There's some anti-gay podcast that's like a family-style adventure podcast. And when you type in Mystery Jones on iTunes, it pops up before our show. Oh boy. And I really want to get in front of it. Um yeah, that's disappointing. So, yeah, and fuck it. Like, we'll still send you a sticker, maybe. No one cashed in on it. No stickers. Guys, get your sticks. So if you're listening to this, even, you know... Years two, from now. Yeah, which you probably are, because we haven't done a good job of making people find it now. Uh, then, you know, see, try your luck. So, yeah, I type Mystery Jones into iTunes. That's... Seven, eight, nine. The tenth one is Adventures and Odyssey. Yep, the Focus on the Family podcast, which Focus Yikes. on the Family is very anti-gay. And then the fifteenth one is Mystery Jones. <laughs> uh, so we're not doing great on uh, on the iTunes returns. Obviously, you know, I would love to be the top result right. when you search in the name of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, but for now, I'll aim for just being. In the top ten, which means uh, ousting the the very homophobic focus on the family podcast. Right. Yeah, I'm cool with that. Oh yeah, if you type in Mystery Jones the Radio Files, uh, then we're the first. But Number that's a, yeah, one, that's a baby. mouthful, you know. It is. But so, uh, god damn it, that's the name we chose. It's true. What are you gonna do with the rest of your day? Um, I mean, I want a nap, but it's also just like, I mean, that just kills your day, especially on yeah. a Sunday. But if you're sick, it's like, what else are you doing? Like, I honestly, I haven't even had the energy to play video games like I really want to work my way through one of the Kingdom Hearts games before the third one comes out but it's just like video games are a little bit of work to do yeah I mean, you gotta you gotta apply some brain power I mean I don't even have Red Dead 2 yet I don't even know if I'm gonna get it I spent so much money this weekend I don't know man I know I'm not gonna get it I still haven't played the first one well and I really want to and I'm like inexcusable yeah I'm not defending it I should have played it it was like the first thing I bought for PS3 when I got one years ago and I never, never really, I got, you know, maybe ankle deep in it. I don't know how long it is, but maybe not even. Maybe just toe deep. It's 9,000 hours of gameplay. Oh, then finger deep. <laughs> I get in the pools really weird. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta just start. <laughs> just jump in, dude. Uh, yeah, I feel that. Um, are we being funny, you guys? This isn't our usual banter. I blame, uh, I blame Republicans. I hate... The smell of spit. Then I apologize for smearing my spit all over your face. I hate it. Yeah, I don't. I don't feel great. (laughs) And uh, that's just that's just how it goes sometimes, folks. Well, I try to take Dayquil. So there's two kinds of Dayquil. There's like regular Dayquil, and then there's Dayquil Severe. And I figured out a while ago that if you're sick and you take Dayquil. It, like, kind of masks some of the symptoms and, like, maybe gives you some energy. But if you take Dayquil Severe, then you usually end up feeling better than you do when you're not sick. Like, it just brings you up to, like, 110. Like, wow. $1 million good. So it's just like it's a, you know, it's literally a drug. Yeah. Um, but I think my tolerance for it has gotten higher. So it's not working as well. Which is distressing. Got to take a tea break from Dayquil is never a great thing. Yeah, that doesn't. That's not a good start. No. To any story. Yeah. Uh, 
Sounds depressing, but then again, maybe I'm depressed. I mean, <sighs> I would believe it. I'm just tasting my own mouth. Guys, I have a little like, bit of water left in this water bottle. Guess what I'm gonna do? You pour it on the floor. I We're indoors. It That's on crazy. The, floor. the carpet is now wet. Want to try some ASMR with these guys? Uh, no. Jet fuel can melt steel beans. <laughs> Wait, hold on. There's a candy wrapper. Is this? Is this ASMR? I don't know. Well, you know, ASMR is the feeling one receives. The tingles. Is this giving you guys ASMR? Is this, guys, is this giving you guys ASMR? This is giving me ASMR. Are you kidding me, Paul? Nice. This is the worst. That was hot. Uh, real talk to the first person who can correctly identify what kind of wrapper I was just crinkling. If you got it right, I will Venmo you 12 American dollars. I was going to fly him out here and there can be a voice on the ship because I don't think anyone's going to fucking get it. I, I'm going to say this this is good for the run of the show. As long as this is up on iTunes, if you're listening to this yep. in 2032 yep. and you correctly somehow identify the rapper that I was just crinkling in front of the microphone, I'll fly you out and we'll do an episode. Even if the show's done. Even if we hadn't made an episode in yeah. a decade. Yeah, we'll do it and then I will apply the $12 I promised to like you can go wild on the plane like you can order yourself a cocktail or something yeah I'll, I'll pay for it well by 2030 12 bucks is gonna get you you know an I, ice cube right well I'll get you guys the best ice cube there is well I'll account for inflation so whenever this happens whatever $12 was in 2018 if it's a million dollars in a decade it's all yours baby that'd be crazy yeah, what do you think 2030 is going to be like? Nah, never mind. Let's shut up. Let's go. <laughs> All right. Bye, guys. Love you. Thanks again. Have a great week. And don't forget to vote. 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 Love you guys. Love you. Miss you. Hi, Mom. <laughs>